Okay, so by now I know that you know that I've got some secret mission brewing behind the scenes. And you also know that I can't talk about it until next week, right? Well, I thought that, you know, since I can't technically say much, she can predict it. She is a world-famous celebrity psychic medium. You've seen her all over TV, heard her on the radio. Her name is Mystic Michaela, but can she nail it? We'll find out today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Kramer. So glad you're here. It's a feel-good podcast that we do every day. It's live, laugh, love your mom. This is my lovely co-host, my mother, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I think I'm part of another scam, and I didn't even mean to be a part of it. I, I had nothing to do with it this time. I think that like uh, what I'm entering into right now, uh, un, unbeknownst to me, sounds pretty scammy, or it's just the government completely messing up, but you can decide. <laughs> so yesterday I get home, and I check my mail, and I have about literally, this is no exaggeration, but about 10 different letters from the unemployment office and they're all addressed to different people like different people's names uh, at your address like, at my address yeah and i'm like oh that's weird because i mean i've been on unemployment now since april or may probably may mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh like this that feels really weird and some of them like i can feel there were like two i could like feel the debit cards in you know so i knew that was somebody had already filed and they were just waiting to receive their debit card. And then, so I'm like, that's a weird. So oh. I went inside, got a pen, circled the address and said, you know, nobody here by this name. I sent them all back in the mail. I get home today mm-hmm. and I check my mail and literally the mailbox is full of more unemployment letters. No. Not addressed to me. All addressed to like different, they're probably another 10 today. And I'm like, what is this? Is there somebody out there that's like using, of course, you know, my brain goes to the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. right? So it's either a ghost is somehow involved in this again, <laughs> or somebody is like using my address to run some type of like unemployment scam over here. Because why Ooh. would all of these all be showing up to my address? Or, or I know this might sound crazy, there is a chance that somebody working in a government-run office could have made a mistake, which no. I know seems, seems unlikely. No. I know it seems unlikely, but uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to do about it now. Now I'm like kind of getting freaked out. Like, why, why are all these letters showing up in my house, and what am I supposed to do about it? You know, it's just Well, I think you call the unemployment office. I don't know. Listen, that's the that – I do not have time right now to call <laughs> and sit on hold – at the unemployment office <laughs> and like listen as a good samaritan because poor john um whoever is waiting for their debit card to get there i feel bad for you i do but i always feel like you've got to weigh out being a good samaritan versus how much time you want to invest being a good samaritan and how and much honestly, time I don't would want- that take honestly to get somebody on the phone at the unemployment office in uh-huh. the middle of a pandemic where we're at our height of uh-huh. unemployment, uh-huh. probably a while. An hour? If I had, it, Probably an hour. I mean, if I had to assume. I've only heard nightmares of people trying to call and they you know, they call like right when the place opens and their, own, you know, they, their phone rings for hours just trying to get somebody on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I, 
am I a bad person if I just don't do it? Because I mean, listen, if I was unemployed and like like waiting for that money to get there, I feel like I would want somebody on the other end that was receiving my checks, and they were all different kind of letters too. It wasn't just like one type of letter coming. Mm-hmm. Like one was said like uh, overpayment. One of them said overpayment on it. Uh-oh. Like one, a couple were debit cards. Some of them I could tell were like because I get my weekly "Are you applying for job?" letters right. that I have to fill out, and uh, some of them are that. Like none of them are the same, and they're all different names. But they're all coming to my house mm-hmm. for some reason. Can you reason. not just call and let leave? I mean, just go about your business, doing your stuff while you're on hold. I, I mean, I you know what? It's funny. I, I, I didn't plan on talking about this today, but I, th- I guess we can. My mom was just saying how she feels like she wakes up in the morning, her days are so unproductive, and the day is over. That sounds like a good mom project. Why don't you call and let them know? Wouldn't you feel so good? Wouldn't you feel so good knowing that like, you helped somebody, somebody today? Actually, yes, I would. See, that because sounds perfect. then I would know that I had accomplished something during my day yes. instead of yes. coming on here at 5, 5.30 p.m. my time and going, where did my day go? What did I do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am like. I think that'd be a really fun project for you to be able to call and sit on hold of the unemployment office and tell them that I'm getting somebody else's mail. Because okay, I, but you know, then you have to give me all the names of all the people. I know. It sounds like more of a nightmare. My mom called me back, you know. <laughs> what? what was this name? What was this? What? Your dad was on, on hold the other day for a warranty company, you know, for our appliances. He, yeah. He got a message and said he was a 17th caller. And yeah. he, held, Which, he held for over an hour and no one came and he just ugh. couldn't take it anymore. No, nope, <laughs> He nope. just couldn't take it. So he gave nope. up. He'll try again it. another day. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, right now, if you're 17th, I've just noticed in pandemic time, mm. you have to really be patient because so many people are laying people off, you know, mm-hmm. that it's just, it's, mm-hmm. you're just not, one of the places I used to always love to to, to work with was Chewy, who mm-hmm. does, uh, who delivers Kiki's medicine and her food to her. Right. And I liked it because literally when you call, somebody answers. There's, there's no phone mm. tree. You don't have to like go through all that. There's just somebody that answers that, Hey, how can I help you? And they already have Love your information that. pulled up. It's super easy. But now during the pandemic, I tried to call the other day because one of my, one of her medications got backed up or something. And mm-hmm. I was on hold for like 45 minutes and like, oh. I just needed her medication. So what am I supposed to do? I, know. I don't, I don't know. have patience for it. And I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know if that's going to make me a bad person. I don't know if they're going to go off in the certified fans, Facebook group and be like, <laughs> you're a jerk for not doing that. But but you are returning them back, right? I'm returning it, right. So I would say like they're yeah. probably hopefully getting it back and being like, oh, this is the wrong address. And it may just take a little bit longer. But yeah. I listen, I know if you're sitting there waiting for your unemployment check right now, oh. uh, phone screener Steph for the longest time, who I used to work with, who's in Vegas now and has been unemployed. Hers was really tricky because she worked in um, Connecticut for a while for half the year and then Vegas for half the year. So technically like her unemployment mm. had to be dealt with both and some nightmare. So as somebody I'm sure that, you know, really needs the money, I feel bad, but I guess I just don't, life is just too crazy right now for me to worry about it. So, well, sorry. You, you did the second best thing. I just, I'm trying, <laughs> trying my best over here. 
Um, I know dad, dad's gonna, I'm bringing my dad on today. Um, he, you know, we talk about little victories on Friday shows and so we can, I know he's got a little victory he wants to share and mom, hopefully you've got one too, but we'll start with him. You want to go grab him really quick? I can, but I'll tell you what my little victory is. You want to go first? Okay. It's not very exciting. Well, it's not supposed to be. That's the point. Okay. But it's good. It's just that I finished a book I was reading. Oh, that's a big one. That's I was thinking the other one. day. I don't know that I've ever finished a book in the history of oh, my time. Come on. No, I'm serious. I feel like I'm I, I'm about halfway through every book mm-hmm. I've ever read in my life. I don't know <laughs> that I ever get to the end of a book ever. I'm, and I'm not trying to be like be funny. I'm really serious, especially self help books. I feel like really only the first half matters, and then they just kind of get repetitive. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm like, okay, I got it. Uh, uh, the five love languages is a great example of that. Like that's like in the first chapter, they explain them all. And then it's like just the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. I don't, I really honestly promise you, I do not think I've ever finished a book. Well, you know what I do sometimes, which is kind of a spoiler, but it tells me if it's going to interest me is I read the last chapter first. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. That's about to say it spoils it. Doesn't it? Like (laughs) not always. It's like, oh, that sounds like that was probably a really good story. <laughs> That's so weird. I'll, I'll invest the time in that. That's really bizarre. I remember one that? time, I, I don't know. We can ask 888-Kramer8. Yeah. Right. Um, I remember one time someone walked into my office and I have just tons of books on my on my shelves. And he, he looked at me and he said, have you read any of those? <laughs> And You're I like, said, just, just the I last said, chapter yes, of all of them. I said, yes, I've read most of them. And he said, I have a shelf like that too. And I've read about a third of about a third of them. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I could never get to the end of a book ever. I just can't do it. I think that's common. Yeah. My little victory this week was that I, I guess it's a more of Kiki's little victory. My dog might have a five pound <laughs> chihuahua, but she successfully spent a whole night in my bed and did not cry or want to get up once or move around or anything. We had a successful, and that's big for me because I told you that she's on, she's on all this heart medication for, she has a heart problem. And so she has to pee a lot because of it. And so she always wants to get up. She's either thirsty because of the medication or she's, um, or she has to pee, but she literally slept in the bed all night a few nights ago, which was like a big, a big win for us. But then, you know, it's been so funny since then is like now every night she's like putting herself to bed in the kitchen it's like it's like it's like she had a night of it and she's like, no, nah, I don't know. Kitchen's kind of cool. You know? That wasn't so great. Like you say, it's just too hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too hot. I'll just go yeah, back to she, my blankets. I'm probably rolling around and stuff. And yeah, she just doesn't she's not feeling it. So um that's, oh, that's Kiki's, Kiki's so sweet. Kiki's well, she has a bed. nice little nest in there. All right, you want to go grab dad so we can uh, figure out his all right, his little victory for the week. Yes. I'm sure it's Gonna be it's ridiculous. a biggie. It's a biggie to right. Jimmy, Matt. Hang now, on. Go get. So this is my dad that's coming on. And in case you're new to the podcast, he is a, oh, he, he's a hoot and a holler. Might be a good way to describe okay, him. Jay but he's Matt. always got, he's always got a story to tell. And um, I think he'll probably play his own theme song because typically he does when he walks in. So, yep. As predicted. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's go, baby. Um, 
Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Why is there so much feedback coming from your side? What are you going on over there? Hey, are you there? Ah, uh, by just about. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, music's too damn loud. <laughs> I can't hear you. You're, you're, the, you're the one in control of it. Oh, that's right. Well, right. who uh, who is that by, by the way? Who's that, who sings that song? That's by Jimmy Mac. It's by the group Reeves and the Vandellas. Okay. What year is it? Any idea what year? 67. All right. There you go. A little, little music trivia. Yeah. I mean, you play it all the time. I feel like we should at least know, know what it is. Yeah, I'm thinking about changing it to Lady Soul, but I, I better not. But yeah, I thought about right. putting it out to the group, but now I... Not yet, not yet. I'm gonna well, ride you, this a little bit yelling? further. I've, why are you yelling right now? <laughs> I feel I'm like you're amped up today. <laughs> All right, I'm amped now. Okay, a uh, couple questions for you before we talk. Actually, you know, we'll start with your. No, we'll start with this. Um, all of a sudden, you like mysteriously disappeared from the. Wait, is there, your phone still playing something? Yeah, that's on your phone, honey. One day, I saw an old man begging on the streets for food. Wait a minute. <laughs> All okay. Right. Yeah. You, what now? Oh you, yeah. You mysteriously disappeared from the certified fans page, and then you asked for me to reapprove you. What did you did you quit the group for a minute? What happened? How did I that did, even happen? I did. I had a lot going on, and I just knew well, I was you, going to sign a lot of autographs. So I just decided. <laughs> I, did, I just get know. a text from my dad saying, "Can you reapprove me for the certified fans page?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess." I, I didn't can. want you to feel. You know, I didn't want you to think I was. You know. You know, overshadowing you anyway by starting. Yeah, you know, it sounded like they wanted to start a fan club and all that. I just thought I better bow out. <laughs> okay, well he's he's back. He's back. He is, he's back. He's back. Uh, yeah, a lot of people said they wanted to start a, a Jimmy Mac fan club, which it's, it's is, started. Uh, it's already started. Yeah, we got twenty They're coming after you. I think we got twenty. I think we got forty something people in it already. <laughs> that want to that want to start it. It started. What do you yeah. mean? Okay. All you right. better check your you better check your business there, buddy. I know. You're gonna take over. That's what I gotta worry I mean, about. They already said they've raised their hand, the ones that are in the club. So we got yeah. it. Yeah. I know. That's what I you might do your own spin-off podcast and no, I'll be in right trouble. Now, not, no, not right now. It's it's underneath it's underneath Kramer right now. Okay. <laughs> For now. There's no contract though. We can always leave it anytime, That's I guess. Right. I mean, depends how you know, when it gets to be contract negotiation time, of course. Of course, then we can we can negotiate that in merch sales and everything else. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, some of them saying they want some merch now. I know, I see that. It worries me. I got to really know. think about. It'd be that. complicated. I'm not. I'm not pushing that now. By the way, I know, not yet. <laughs> well, mom said that uh, she was telling me that you decided to write out what you were going to say today because you felt like your stories run a little long sometimes. Is that true? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, I wanted to make sure that I had the key points to, to okay. a, and it got longer than I wanted to, to be honest with you. Well, I, there, to be completely honest, last time my dad was on, I cut a whole story out that he told because you it just, it just ran too long. And I was what I was waiting for you to say something. I was waiting for like, where'd my story go? But it was just, my dad's a great storyteller, but they're just like you, you meet every single character along the way. You, you know, every detail along yeah. the way. And okay. sometimes I'm not to. I don't All right. have I'll try to, I'll try, but I want to make sure they understand the point. I, I know. The point. I know. Because well, uh, on Fridays we talk about little victories and I know that you've got my dad's, uh, my dad's um, uh, motto is never give up and he will go to any extremes to never give up in any situation. And usually it's to the annoyance of a customer service rep, but um, apparently you had another, another win this week. 
Well, yeah, I did, matter of fact. And it wasn't a customer service rep, as you said. This is the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers and a congressman. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So what, what happened? So uh, the U.S. Corps of Engineers controls the land around their lake, including our docks, okay? Boat docks, mm-hmm. okay? All right. And they assess a fee every five years, $245 for the permit okay. of the dock. Last October, I received a notice. They were going up to $845 or approximately there. From 200 to 800 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's Isn't that lot. crazy? Yeah. Starting in 2020. Okay. On the renewal date, which mine was February 2020, although they don't, they didn't assess it until August 20. They're way behind. So I thought that was too much. So I called and wrote my congressman, Doug Collins. Okay. Okay. I'm sure he's happy to hear from you. Yeah. Well, I didn't quite get to him, but and a few other boat and a few other dock owners did the same thing. All Two right. months later, we got a letter saying he told he got blindsided. He said, "I don't believe him," and this is re uh, reelection year for him. So, of course, he he convinced the corps or told them that uh, you can't do it. You got to find another way to cut costs. You cannot you cannot charge these people eight hundred forty five dollars. Okay. So. Uh, so and what was it, the reasoning of why they were going up so much? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not. Sh- they just said uh, their cost and all went up. You know, that's a, that's a lot. That's a you know, 400 percent increase. I think that's at least three serious. plus. Yeah, uh, I, you know, it's a sleepy organization. It's a government organization. I think the new administration put some pressure on everybody and and uh, said you need to get some more revenue. Yeah, and so they went after dock owners. And a lot of a lot of dock owners are really retired and can't right. afford that much money. That's five hundred dollars. It's a lot. So yeah. I got my uh, invoice in August, not February, because they so slow. Two hundred forty-five bucks. Oh, so so, uh, so I was that worried. Work? How did too. you get so much lower? Huh? How did you get so much lower? Just because you wrote the note. Well, no. Uh, like I said, Collins told them they can't do it. Oh, wow. Well, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. And, you uh, said he something. said he was blindsided and they were supposed to come to the congressman to explain why they were doing it before they <laughs> wrote a letter to us. So he was pissed. Wow. I don't know yeah, if he's serious or not. And it was election year. So it was a perfect time for us to. And that's what they're there for. People, your congressmen are there. I don't Never know if anyone up. listening has hey, probably just ever to, written their congressperson before. Well, email. I mean, you won't do a letter, and I didn't either. Email them, and 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 uh, and I'll get their telephone number and some some clerk sitting there writing down what you say. But do it because then they compile all the complaints and have, put it on his desk. And he knew he had to do something, and he did something. Well, so, I I would challenge. I wonder if, if there's anybody listening to this episode right now that's actually taken the time to write their congressperson before. I mean, there's a lot of reasons too, but I just never, I never think to. I never. I don't even know how how to even do that. You just Google like how to contact them. Yeah, oh, I don't it's even, all I don't out even there. Know who the congressperson is. I have no idea. Who well, that that's even what is. you should do right now, or tomorrow, or Saturday, or whenever. Yeah, you, you should uh, your state and your U.S. congressman and put it in your phone. And so when you get pissed, <laughs> you email, and then you turn around and dial that number. Well, how many times have you reached out to him, like in the last the last year? Oh or God, so? five at least, because I <laughs> what? for about I, what else? I hated everything that was going on. So yeah, 
Like what? What other topics have, have made you mad that you felt like you had to reach out to your congressman about? Good God, I, I didn't write it down, Steve. I see. Sorry, not, not in your paper today. Everything they did in Congress, I didn't like. So, so you uh, just and and like, do you obviously the doc thing got taken care of? But anything else that you called the congressman about actually? No, no, okay. nothing else was uh, financially you know direct to me. So right. you know, you know, so it wasn't as much. I wasn't as concerned. But man, this one I was in pain. I, I, I mean, I could have paid it, of course, I could afford it. But no, that's a, that's a, a lot. It was a principle, like you said, it's yeah. too much. It should have been spread much. over a longer period of time. And there are a lot of people that couldn't pay that, and if they couldn't pay it, they would lose their dot. Right. I get it. I get so, it. Well, uh, I was another- proud of that. And what was funny too, Stephen? Don't tell anybody. Uh, but uh, when I started this process, and I t- and I told the Boaters Club, you know, we're in this club. It's ten thousand. Oh, well, there's ten thousand dock owners, and a bunch of us are in a club. Yeah. Uh, they a bunch of them started complaining to me, saying, "What? Wait a minute! You're complaining. You don't need to be up here. You don't need to have a dock oh, if you they can't wanted afford." To throw you out of the, the the boat club? They said you don't you don't you don't need to be up here. You don't need to have a dock. You, if, wow. if, if you can't afford it, I I took that as they were scared. They don't understand the congressman why he's there, and they're scared. Yeah. You know, they don't want to approach the congressman. It's the principle of the thing. I can afford I it, too. It. It's the principle. Yeah. Not right. Yeah. No, I get it. Jimmy Mack never gives up. Doesn't matter who he has to annoy or call or congressman or whatever. He's going to get it done. Nothing nothing gets past Jimmy Mack. Not and, in this world. And the squeaky wheel gets the attention, too. Don't all forget all squeaky all wheel. <laughs> Like if people that listen to this podcast for a long time, you're seeing like a reoccurring theme of my dad, right? Like it's just he's always gonna every because like every week he's come on. There's been somebody Uh-oh. he's like Nancy, annoyed. To like, this deer like, is getting it. ready to attack our cat out here, Nancy. <laughs> Wait, what? Mother what? Teresa. <laughs> See, there she is. Look at her. What's happening? Well, I told her this deer was. I went downstairs, and <laughs> I went downstairs to play poo, and my cat was on the table outside in in the sort of undercover area there you know underneath yeah, the yeah. the deck yeah. and i looked up and there was a there was a uh there was a do- uh fawn deer yeah, yeah. fawn eyeball to eyeball looking at that cat and scratching the surface which i know what that means like i'm gonna kick your butt yeah and <laughs> i walked to that window made sure she saw me she saw me she backed off then she turned around and went back at the cat a little bit and then she took off. And I see why now. She's got two. I look out in the window. she got two fawns over there. So she's. But the cat ain't doing anything. The cat's <laughs> sitting on a table. I wonder why the cat was on the table. Now I know. <sighs> this is what happens. This Man, is what this my place dad, up here is wild. I, Let me tell you. I, I see that. You got to keep up. It's a lot to keep up with. God dang. You're right, Steve. Well, keep, us, keep us posted with all the. All right. all I the will, time. man. I'll start writing notes. All right. Keep all right. notes. We'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. All right. Love you. Love you. All right. Now she's not available right now. She's out there chasing that that deer. <laughs> what? Are you talking about mom? Yeah. Oh, there she's she actually goes, went out down the, the hill chasing that deer. I, I I wish I don't think anybody in California is able to understand like what's actually going on right now. <laughs> I wish I had my gun. Yeah, oh. No, you're not going to shoot the deer. You're I not know, gonna shoot if the I deer. fired it, it, it would take off. So what's mom doing? Just like clapping at it or something? Like what's she doing? She's swinging her broom at her, <laughs> <laughs> saying, shoosh, shoosh, dear, shoosh. Well, hopefully she can come back. and Come on, Nancy. You on the air? <laughs> Let me open the window scream out there. All right. All right. Here comes, here comes Lady Teresa.
Okay. <laughs> Mother Mother Teresa, excuse me. All right. Bring All her right. back. Right, here All she right, is. I love you. Hey. Hi. Do <laughs> your drama back. over with? Yeah. Sassy was just lying on the table, just looking at him like, <laughs> what's up, dear? Another day in Dawsonville. <laughs> Yeah, Random just animal another drama. day out in the wild blue yonder. That's true. <laughs> okay, so let's do some housekeeping stuff. We'll get to our quote, and then, of course, Mystic Michaela up here in a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday's the big day. It's finally this big announcement that I've been working on since February. You'll be able to know everything about. And, and again, the certified fans page, everyone's kind of like starting rumors of what's happening and what they think is happening, and none of that is – I mean, there's – there's been a couple people that have been close, close, but not, not a hundred percent. So, uh, I can't wait to hear what Michaela has said, has to say. Yeah. About it. Yeah. You know, she'll, mm-hmm. she'll probably be pretty dead on. So hopefully she'll have mm-hmm. a little bit of clues. Don't forget though. Uh, if you text the word comeback, text the word comeback right now to my number, because I want to make sure I can send you a text notification the second that, uh, that everything's posted. So you, you know, the, get the episode you're going to get a few a few things a few things come tuesday so if you'll just text the word comeback to 888 kramer 8 you can do one word or two it doesn't matter to 888 k-r-a-m-e-r-8 and then uh don't forget to the certified fans you're going to get like a little press conference on the night before like literally you'll be the first people in the country to know about it so that'll be on nine o'clock pacific time on the 31st and if you want to join the certified fans so you can be part of it then just text the word fans f-a-n-s to 888 kramer8 and thank you for the support mm-hmm. um and i guess we might as well go ahead and whoop whoop our certified fans and thank you again for all of your support and yes. your financial help with this show yes whoop whoop that's right. And uh, you'll get your own specialized one if you join. So text the word fans, F-A-N-S, 888-Kramer8. Plus, um, we got a few, you know, today's Friday. So Monday is your last day to vote for the podcast magazine Hot 50. I went from trying to be humble and like, oh, that's nice to like, we got to win this thing. So <laughs> my ego can't handle it right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need you like really. Now it's game on. With everything that's going on with this top secret mission, it'd be great to do really well in September's episode. I mean, edition of Podcast Weekly. So if you'll just text the word vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8, or if you go in the show notes right now, or you just type in, going, you know, pull up your browser right now and type in Podcast Magazine Hot 50, then you can um, you can get the info and, and how to vote on there. And just thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that, just so we can really have a huge, huge September for this show. It'd be awesome right now. Um, is I think that's all the housekeeping stuff we got, right? Uh, Sunday show. My mom's it. got a Sunday show coming up. Mm-hmm. You already kind of know what you're going with, right? For I Sunday. Do. Mm-hmm. It's going to be your topic. The power of no. That's good. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with it. So it's good. Mm, me too. You know. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get to our quote for today though. Okay. Many eyes go through the meadow, but few see the flowers in it. That's Longfellow. So I thought since it's Friday, the weekend's coming up, I hope we'll look for the flowers in our lives because they're there. 
it's hard. I mm-hmm. actually just got b- back from lunch with a buddy of mine who has been just having a hell of a 2020. I mm-hmm. mean, just like everybody else, he's just been going through it, right? And we were just kind of talking about how you're literally, hopefully, just doing the best you can do right now, you know, and taking those times to see the, you know, like, like we talk about, like that, the show is going to kind of focus on the little victories because. Mm-hmm. That's all we can really, you know, there, there may not be a lot of big victories right now, but if, if, you know, your week goes through, there may be little things and like celebrate them and, and like congratulate them and see, see those moments that you may not typically see when your life's so busy or when you've got so many things going on. But when things get tough, you know, taking the time to celebrate those little victories, you know, and through the thick of everything going on, I think is really important. So I'm glad we're taking time every week to do that. And I hope you'll mentally take time to do that as well. Right. Exactly. Just pause and take a moment to be grateful and see the flowers in your life. That's right. All right. Well, um, that's going to be it for, for this week, another Mm -hmm. week down. So thank you so much for listening and, um, Mr. McCaleb up here in a couple of seconds. Mom, I love you. Mm, love you forever. And I just want to say thank you to SDCCU. Today is officially their the one month they've been sponsoring this show. And what a what a lifesaver it's been to keep this show up and running. So thank you to SDCCU. And as a, a customer of theirs, it's easy to talk about. You know, we've been spending this week talking about the online banking and how easy it is, especially in the pandemic. Like, I want everything to be online right now. I don't want to leave my house for like any given reason and there's really not a lot of reasons anymore like i don't think that 20 years ago for those that are like in their 30s or older i don't think we could have realized that like one day we were gonna be doing all of our banking like from our houses it just seemed like crazy but now you can from checking your balance to depositing checks it was a hassle remember back in the day you had to like go and see a teller and like it was just it was a hassle so you can sorry all this is now online with you viewing your account history paying your bills all from your computer or smartphone it's so super easy and uh you can actually join right now i'd love it if you're like you know what i'm sticking my bank i got that's how i I got fed up i I kept getting charged like nine or ten bucks a month for my quote-unquote free checking account i'm like this is some nonsense so when I switch over to SDCCU, that all goes away. It was really, it was really nice. Thirty thousand service charge free ATMs. I mean, it's they're just, it's a great tool to have. They've been super helpful with all the COVID stuff, helping me navigate some financial struggles with my house and uh, some other things. So, really thankful for them. I love San Diego County Credit Union. You will too. It is not, uh, it's not big bank banking. It's better. It is. It's a message and data rates apply. Federally insured by NCUA for details or to open your account today, just visit sdccu.com and talking about like doing everything from your house. Why? Just tell me the reason of why you want to go to a therapist office. You know what I mean? Like why? Like what's the, what's the reason? Like what's, what's your reason behind that? I, I can't think of one. I, and I, again, like I've been in therapy for years. It's always been in, in, you know, in person, but I, I don't feel the need to anymore. Like I spend more time. I remember I used to go to the, uh, this woman over in Hillcrest and just getting over there was just a hassle. It was just a hassle. It took time out of my day and with better help, like it's almost like online dating in the sense that you can pick out, you like you kind of type in exactly what you're looking for. So if you're like, hey, I need, you know, I'm having some anxiety or depression. I'm trying to get through some marital problems, some anger problems, some family conflicts, LGBT matters. Uh, you just click it, and they 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 literally pair you up with the right person. It's so easy, and it's not self help. It's like professional counseling. You got somebody. I meet with Dr. Jag once a week over video chat. It's uh, and they're there all the time. 
because you can communicate with them through messaging on BetterHelp app. It's it's really cool. I'd love to see somebody take, take control and uh, of their mental health. And you can do it starting today with BetterHelp. There's so many people using BetterHelp now. They're actually recruiting over, uh, I'm sorry, additional counselors in all 50 states. So if you want to start living a happier life today as a listener, you get 10% off, which I know a lot of you guys have tried it and loved it. So go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You can join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Uh, my my guest today is one of my favorite people in the world because she and it's funny because I I didn't think that you and I would connect like we have like I I've always said that Mystic Michaela was when I first had her on my uncensored podcast from channel 933 i thought it was like woo woo bs and i wasn't looking forward to it at all and and then we talked to her once and like she nailed it and then we talked to her twice and she nailed it and then like she just keeps nailing it but then i feel like and i don't want to oversell this and don't let me overstep my boundaries but i feel like a friendship connection with you i really do I feel that way too. Seriously. And I feel like I remember when I first ever was on that podcast and you guys all sent me your selfies like right before. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's the one. Cause I always like the one, I don't know, maybe it's the healer in me. I'm like, yeah. that's the one who has the most to hear that guy. Well, me. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. At that point, especially <laughs> I need, I did need the most healing. His life was just a little bit crazy. Oh. Um, so my guest today, if you haven't been here for one of these episodes, they're always wildly popular, is Mystic Michaela. She is a psychic medium and an aura reader. And I guess is it are you more known for the aura reading now? Is that like kind of your I like think your so. your lane? That's like my yeah, that's my lane. Yeah. Like I I love spiritual life guidance. So it's I feel like with aura colors, it's the quickest way to figure out who you are, what you want, and where you're going and kind of align yourself. Um, using just authenticity practices. And I just do that through aura colors. But yeah, and, and everybody can relate. You might want to explain what an aura color is because if, you know, if no one's ever hopped into one of these episodes before, they might be like, what? <laughs> yeah, so we all have energy around us. It's like your own signature. It's like your energy blueprint, your energy fingerprint or whatever you want to call it. And it's unique to each one of us. And you don't, I see it. I see it in color. But you don't have to see it. Like, you can feel it. So basically, it's a vibe. Like, some people have good vibes. Some people have bad vibes. Some people make you feel nervous. Some people make you feel safe, you know. So we all have these vibes. And I've just um, – I try to categorize them in colors for everybody. Uh, so, you know, there's five main aura colors. There's five main vibes. And if you can kind of figure out what you are, you have better control over what you want, what you want to do, what motivates you, what's going to work out the best for you because it's the most authentic and same thing with like partners and friendships and coworkers and everything like if you know what their vibe is you can communicate better so it's just a, a pathway to clarity and i michaela's been just like like freakishly dead on with everything that she said and um, we'll get into like life here in just a little bit, uh, but I do want to promote the podcast first. So Michaela has a podcast. It is called Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela, and I uh, it's great. Which I hope everybody go subscribes to it right now because it truly is the thing with Michaela is you don't feel like with some people that are doing all this, all this you yeah. know woo woo stuff. It, it's like it's like too much. It's just too much for me. <laughs> but like Michaela, it's like her and her husband, and they're just kind of like shooting the shit, and then like right, and then like she gets into it. But I never feel like it goes over my 
ahead, but it's always like some great life guidance. And the most recent episode when we're recording this is the one about narcissism. I know you've done a couple of different episodes on it, but it's like narcissistic during or narcissism during the pandemic and how those people feel like it's all about them. And that's, is that a good summary of the episode? Am I doing justice here? Yeah. Like, well, we all have like these narcissists, especially some of us who are more like healing personalities. We attract uh, people with like personality disorders and a lot, (laughs) you know, we just do like are toxic people or narcissists or like, so the pandemic, I was just taught like just how it's really triggering these narcissists in our lives. Like we're not talking about them enough and they're freaking out in all the ways they make it about them. And I hear so many crazy stories, you know, like just, I don't know, like for example, Oh my God. Like even in my own life, my mother, was invited to a birthday party and you know she's like recovering from uh chemo and stuff like that and oh, and, and the, yeah and there's these people and they're like it's their kid's first birthday party and it's a circus theme and all this stuff <laughs> and no masks right because the virus isn't real okay right. so no masks and you know there's gonna be no social distancing because like that's i don't know un-American or whatever. And then they're like, you know, like whatever your views are, it's just like my mom's scared to go. So she said like, I'm scared to go. And they freaked out on her. Like, like the social pressure of it. They're like, how could you not come? You're not celebrating my child. This is, you know, and it's not like a first outburst by these people. Like they do this all the time, but like they're using now this pandemic as a way to further you know, risk your life to prove that you care about me. Risk, you know, like that. Like they always mm, level it up. Like worship If you really me. love me enough, yes. you would risk the coronavirus. Risk it wow. to, to be here. And like yeah. I noticed narcissists do that like in ways that aren't pandemic related. But in this this in this case, it's a pandemic related situation. So they, they use it. They're, they use it as part of their crafting. So yeah. as I'm sitting there listening to the episode, I'm like, Oh shit. Like, am I a narcissist? (laughs) And then I'm like, I'm like, am I a narcissist because I'm listening to this podcast and I think it's about me? Does that make me even more narcissistic because of it? (laughs) I had to like literally stop myself and say, wait a minute. I think this is actually proving the point that yes, I am a narcissist because I'm listening to a podcast about narcissism and I think it's about me. Like that's the ultimate narcissism, right? That is so funny. I think if you wonder, am I a narcissist? You're probably not because they don't How does that ever work? think that they don't ever oh. think that they're anything but perfect or victimized like those would be the two two things they think about themselves what would you what do you what are the signs of narcissism though and like when it comes to your like your life what do you look for what do people right now listening or should be like am i a narcissist like what do you look for <laughs> those signs because and by people listening i mean literally me yeah, you're like actually <laughs> so, just me. <laughs> just tell me. I got literally because that's a, like one of those words you throw around, and yes. like you don't want to be labeled it. That's for sure. So when you think you might be it, because I'm in one of those industries where it is kind of all about me, literally. Yeah. Like this podcast, all about me. Right. My social media, all about me. My radio shows, all about me, and like celebrity gossip, but a lot about me. Like then I'm like, oh my god, am I one? You're not. But like, here's the thing. First of all, obviously, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not like a right. specialist. Like nothing like that. But right. the way – so the way I approach it is like energetically. 
and there are narcissistic people. And then there are people who are just going through a hard time. So like sometimes like in life, we go through a time and we become a little bit um, like you go through something and it's you're 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 too caught up in yourself to reach out or, you know, that's not the same thing as being a narcissist. Then okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Cause I've been really busy recently. So like, I just want to make sure it's not me. That's different, you know, cause okay. you're like, you're busy and you don't have time and you tell people like, I'm so sorry that this is narcissists project. So the first thing you will notice with narcissistic people is it's never their fault. It's always your fault. So they're never like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm, and I feel like this is you Kramer. Like I'm so constantly apologetic. Da, 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 da. I'm so sorry. Da, da. Like, narcissists would never do that they'd be like all they take all that stuff that you're feeling about yourself like oh my gosh i'm not doing enough or i'm not reaching out enough or i'm not this enough or i'm not that enough and they'd put it on other people mm. so the people in the narcissist circle get accused for the narcissist's actual behavior so mm. like so like you're not calling other people like selfish or that they're not reaching out to you or wow why aren't you connecting with me like you're taking the blame you're taking the responsibility so right there that's a sign that you're not one and that's different and then there's certain types of people who hang out with the narcissist i call them they're like flying monkeys that's like a real term but they're like unaware empaths so these are people who are absorbing the narcissist's tendencies and then will act on the narcissist's behalf so allowing them to like almost like furthering their yeah. narcissistic ways yes they're soldiers narcissists always have soldiers Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. A few people come to mind. Yeah, <laughs> As you're saying yes. this, I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't even imagine in your industry. Like, uh, yeah. I would say, I, I would say probably 99% of the industry <laughs> is pretty much, <laughs> you could literally name anybody I've ever worked with in the history of time. And I feel like that's probably, <laughs> probably them. But that's why it makes me think like, I'm sure I have some narcissistic way. I have to, I don't think you can do what I do without having narcissistic tendencies, right? Like you'd have to, there'd be no way for you to like, think you're just like always the greatest and everything else and like be like perform without being i don't know i don't know, I don't I know what, what the mean. word is for me just crazy maybe i'm not you're sure. purple well you're green and purple so that's a purple thing so like purples like attention and they like spotlight and they like to do things like this like perform and to be out there and talk and hear themselves talk and they they purple people aren't narcissistic but and I talk about this too, there's this thing called purple shaming in our society. So there, that's a difference from narcissism. So purple people are our performers, are the people that speak up, are the ones that get the attention, are the ones that are a little more sparkly. And mm -hmm. society can label you as, oh my God, fame whore, attention-seeking behavior. Oh, interesting. When interesting. You're, just, you're just a performer. Like you're doing it for entertainment. It's okay to enjoy what you're doing by the way that's another pattern we all have to break like you can make money doing what makes you happy that doesn't mean it's wrong or it's selfish or all these other things you know society and the ego tell you is incorrect so that's just mm. you being purple because you're mm -hmm, a produce mm -hmm. you know you produce it you're artistic you're creative like that's what you do you know not narcissistic and just purple you're, <laughs> you're just purple yeah that's gonna be a new slogan I'm yeah, not a narcissist. Right. I'm just purple. I'm literally gonna make that 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 shirt and put it in my merch store. That's I feel the next like one I can, in your merch. I'm gonna see. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> Coming next month. You just wait. Just wait. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an I'm item. Buy it too. Well, so we if you can if you can, uh, so Michaela basically what she'll do is she'll take a picture right when you yes. work with Michaela and, and she'll and then like you automatically see 
my, and we've done this a couple of times. So by now that I'm not like, woo, cause I feel like I, I feel like the, the newness is worn off. I feel like the honeymoon phase with Michaela's worn off a little bit. I'm like, obviously <laughs> I'm a green and a purple Michaela. We've talked about this a hundred times. I know. Um, but what do you, uh, first off, do we have time? Like maybe like a 30 yeah. second or less summary of like what the different colors mean? Cause how many yeah. colors are there? There's five main aura colors. So I'll just keep it to that. Um, okay. There's red, green, yellow, purple, and blue. So okay. blue people are your empaths. They feel what other people are feeling the same as their own with very little boundary. So it's hard to know what you feel when like yeah. other people are around you. So that's like nurses and teachers and helpers and stuff like that. Yellow people, very inquisitive, very busy, very to-do listy. Um, that's yellow spreadsheets, you know. They're usually like your directors of what whatever's like they do that kind of stuff. Green people, more techie, more um, lone wolf, uh, don't like to be told what to do, like usually work for themselves, entrepreneurial, very engineer brain. That's like green people. Um, purple, yeah, performer, sparkly, a little bit. They get attention. They're a little bit more out there, a lot of fun, easier, easier with change. And red people are usually more aggressive. They're like your firemen, your police firefighters, mm. your police, your police people, your, I don't know, a lot of military um, entrepreneurs too, small business owners, stuff like that. A little salesy, a little more aggressive, a little more direct. So and that's when you, name. when you see me, I, I'm a blend of green yes. and purple, which yes. kind of sounds like from just the descriptions alone, it's really weird. Cause I've never actually talked to you about the, the different colors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mine seem to kind of contradict one another like likes attention but also like lone wolf which is totally me like i love to come on and i love to like do the podcast and all that stuff Uh, like attention like from a distance (laughs) like like you can like you can listen to the podcast and appreciate it or like follow me on social media and that's great but oh you talk to me in public sometimes i get awkward (laughs) i'm just not i'm not ready for it i can't handle it yeah. And that's why I think like when we've talked in the past, like all your issues kind of boil down to the two sides of you yeah. that like you have this one side that's very free spirited and like wants to take leaps of faith that you're purple and creative and and you have this need to think outside the box. And then there's this other part of you that's more like logical and likes more control. That's the green. So mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like with your color combo, I usually see that in people in the entertainment industry behind the scenes in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, doing the producing, doing the things mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. it makes sense for what you're doing now and what you've always even it might make sense even more because I feel like radio is more of like a red. It's, it's a lot of red people in mm-hmm. there and then green people on that are on the like the higher higher ups, like probably the ones you I don't know how radio works, but probably the ones you never talk to are the green people. And then the, like ones the producers, like, program directors, yeah. behind the scenes kind of people. Yeah, that's really great. interesting. Well, I wanted to bring you on today because the people that listen to this podcast know that I've been kind of hinting that there is uh, – I've been on these top secret missions recently. And there is something behind the scenes that is brewing, but I can't talk about it yet. Oh and God. I thought it would be interesting uh, to bring you on today to kind of see what you see okay. in in the future. <laughs> because right. I Don't cannot tell me say – Let's, I, and, and by the way, oh, yeah. we've, and we've said nothing. I, Michaela knew nothing okay. about this. She, we didn't set anything up. She knows nothing other than what I just said to her right now in this moment. So, with that said, <laughs> all right, let's look at your selfie. Okay, so and real quick, like the just because I stalked your Instagram right before the one with you and the dog. Is that was that a recent picture? No, no, no. Anyone I look skinny in that was last year. Stop it. <laughs> There are so many reused photos right now. You have to okay. add about about 20 pounds and it's pretty much like the same thing now. Yeah. 
so funny. Okay, so I'm looking at your picture. Okay, so first thing I get is like a whole other guy around you. And it feels like some sort of um, – it feels exciting but also a little nerve-wracking. It does feel a little bit business-related or something like that. And mm-hmm. I do get this feeling of you expanding and thinking outside of it's, – it's, it feels like slightly outside of your comfort zone in a lot of ways, like where mm-hmm. you're going to have – your own say in the way you do things, but you're still going to have to, I don't know, there's going to be input from someone else too. They're showing me like two parallel lines. So that can mean like you guys are going to do something together where you don't inter, like you don't intersect so much, which is good, but I feel like there's a bit of a nervousness that it might. So I get this just kind of, so I, that's what I get another guy and I get some sort of partnership, but not. So I get kind of like a collab or something. Okay. Um, this other thing I get around you, sure. I mean, you feel like I'm getting kind of a hyped up feeling. So this could just be you're breaking some molds with how you normally do things. So I feel like there's some sort of shift for you. Um, you've been doing this, what you know, whatever you've been doing, you've been doing this for a while. And I feel like there's a shift. And mm-hmm. I feel like that shift definitely has to go back to whatever this other guy or this other situation I'm seeing here with this but it feels like related to this podcast, but then I'm getting something else too. Cause I feel like this has always been like some sort of platform for you. Right. So then I get like this, but then I get it getting a little bigger and, but it might change a little bit. So I feel like the direction of this might grow or change or get merged with something else. So Mm. I, cause I get the word identity. Like how do I keep the identity of this? Like, authentic and and evolve in a way that makes sense. But I do get that you're kind of breaking through something like that. So interesting. I'm I'm getting something (laughs) with somebody else coming in. I get an explosion of new ideas. I get the podcast itself evolving and changing a little bit. Um, and I get, I still get a move around you, but this feels separate. Um, I still get a move around you and I'm getting this thing. Like when you say, when you say move around you, what does that mean? I feel like you're moving. So I get like okay. a move. Um, okay. I realize we're in the middle of like this pandemic and stuff, but right. I'm getting this this thing like where there's a different because they're showing me like where you are feels a little bit dead in the water, like uh, location wise. So I'm okay. getting this feeling like a different location. I feel like you're more open to it than you were in the past, and I feel like um, but I do get like a lot of ang- anxiety and things like that. But you, but you feel hyped up. Like you feel ready to go. You feel like you've been telling people what you want a lot lately. Like you've been like self-advocating and being really strong and things mm-hmm. like that. And like using your voice a lot. So can you tell us what's going on or no? <laughs> <laughs> tell me if I'm right. Tell me if I'm right. Um, okay. So here's what I want to do is I want to – uh, I'm going to tell you what's going on. And like, okay. literally there's like five people in the world that know what's going on right now. Okay. And, um, I, cause I want to sh- just show you how dead on you are about literally everything you just said. So for the podcast, for everybody listening right now, I'm going to cut this part out because I okay. can't tell you anything yet. But then for Michaela, I can just tell you everything that's going on right now. Okay. This is so cool. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. That's crazy. Now that you know this top secret mission, everything that's been going on behind the scenes, does that help you? First off, you nailed it like a hundred percent. Um, 
what does that help you see anything else when it yes. comes to now that you kind of know the trajectory that my life is heading? Yeah, but you know what it is? Like you just feel very positive and you feel like very forceful. You know, I feel like you've gotten through this like wishy-washy thing going on, you know, in yeah. your past that you got stuck in limbo for a while. And yeah. now you're like, so yeah, that self-advocating thing, I feel like you've been self-advocating a lot. And that's just, that's what got you this cool new adventure that you're going to be showing us all because you've been investing time in you. And so another situation came that's investing time in you. It's like a mirror. That's really cool. I feel good I, about it. I think that I had to literally get just like, just strip myself down in so many different ways, you know, yes. like on all angles, professionally, personally, like just relationships, everything, just like strip it all down yes. to then like really believe my own narrative, right? Like before I was like, yeah, I'm this and I'm this and I'm this. But like, that was just, that was like me just saying words, you know, now, like when I advocate for myself or for this podcast or anything else, I can say it genuinely and with passion because I've had chance to like, like strip, like what, like what do I want? Right? Like what do I want it to look like? How do I want to be treated in situations? Right? Mm -hmm. Like even professional personal, you know, romantic. How do I, like, how do I want all this to feel? And so I don't think I could have done any of that without you. I mean, truly like, like Michaela is so good at like you just like living your most authentic life. And until you strip it all down, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think Michaela, most people have to like lose their jobs and have terrible health stuff and like, and we get a divorce to get there. But how do you like start to strip down to truly who you are? We have so many layers of who we are on top of us. True. What is like, how do you even start to become authentic when you've been labeled for 20, 30, 40, 50 years of you're this, you're this, you're this? I think first off, that's hard work you did. So good for you. You know, like confronting years and years and years of programming in yourself. And I feel like this podcast and this. Okay. So I tell people do something that's just for you. And I feel like for you, for example, this podcast, this was for you. This was right. a labor of love. This is something that is 100%, 100% you. It reflects you. Um, and I tell people, like, whatever that thing is that is so tiny for you, do it. Like, for me, um, I mean, for, for a lot of different people, it's a lot of different things. Like, some people, like, you know, I'm going to go take that Zumba class. Or I'm going to finally sign up for the art class. Or I'm going to you know, learn how to surf, like whatever it is, like, and you won't think it's related to your life, like your romance or your career, right? But it is because it's, it's a place to raise your vibration. And that's what you did Mm -hmm. here with your podcast. You raised your vibration. And when you raise your vibration, it's a whole different frequency you're operating on. And in that frequency, couple things happen. One, people beneath you start talking crap about you. They don't like you. They're going to distance. They don't get it because you're making them uncomfortable. Mm. But the second thing that happens, you start attracting higher, higher frequency opportunities, relationships, people, all sorts of stuff. And then those come to you. Now they're new. And when something's new, it's like super stressful. Like, oh my gosh. And it's going to trigger all the insecurities. But you do it You remember, you were on one of my first episodes, you know? I was so insecure. Like, what the hell is this? What am I doing with my life? Like, this doesn't feel (laughs) natural. Like, I know I love doing it, but it just doesn't feel right or natural at all, you know? But yeah, and that, but that's a good feeling. Like, that's a good feeling. This well, doesn't feel right. I don't know if it was a good feeling. I mean, those first episodes are pretty rough. Oh, but, stop. I loved them. 
It was, it was just it needed some work, <laughs> it needed some fine tuning. But you know, we got there. That's no big deal. It's, it's fine. like the first episodes of The Simpsons. Like it's really hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. <laughs> if you go back and watch season one. <laughs> You're like, oh god, what is this? <laughs> Animation's so crude on here. It's awful. It's awful. But that's. I mean, I think that's probably like a good. What a weird way to tie this back in. But that's good, kind of a, like a good testament for life, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Your first season of your life should look a little crude. It shouldn't look like season 25 or 30 or whatever they're on now, you know? Yeah. Like, it takes time to, like, time, whatever it is you're doing, like, to polish it and put it together. And yeah, uh, I, I think that's awesome. It's, like, start authentically, like, where you are. And I didn't even know what that looked like. When I start, when I first met Michaela, I couldn't even tell you, like, what authentically I like to do because I was yeah. so caught up with all these labels and expectations and um, opinions and everything else about what I should do or how I should look or whatever. I didn't even know. But like, I can tell you now I'm living such a more authentic life because of people like Michaela that just like mm. preach this kind of stuff. So I hope you will go and subscribe to your podcast because it is, I mean, it's just, it's lessons like this. You kind of take away. You're like, dang, okay. Episode one, of the Simpsons. I see you, Michaela. Like nobody <laughs> else in the spiritual world is going to ever refer to the first season of the Simpsons. I try to keep it real simple, you know, like, because <laughs> yes. you're right. Like, like, and then I'll just slowly like drop something in there, like astral travel, you know, like, and you're like, Wait, what? <laughs> but then you get right back on track. It's just like, yeah, wait a minute. We're okay. And then you're back in, right? Like, Small pieces. Yes. It's good. It's good. It's really, it's, it's easy to digest. I think that you could improve your life because of Michaela. I have. And so I hope you'll go subscribe to her podcast, which is know your aura with mystic Michaela. And literally, I, I, again, I always promise to be authentic with this podcast. So I want to be honest. Cause usually I would like promote her readings because you do private readings stuff like that michaela's like i'm so busy right now i just tell people to go listen to the podcast (laughs) please just go to the podcast i'm sorry (laughs) that's so funny though i'm just so proud of you like you've really you've just done so you've just you've you've become like a big brand like the mystic michaela brand is now like a national thing and you know it already was but just the way you've expanded through your podcast and from your mouth you know see you popping up and hearing about your google thing that you did i mean it's just it's just that was crazy you know um you know i i want to thank you because like i was not anywhere where i'm at now um like when you when you first had me on your show you know back on 93.3 and i was like oh my gosh and thank you you gave me a chance you know because you're the type of person where when you see when you meet somebody you're like all right everybody gets a fair shot you know like until you prove me otherwise and that's just who you are and you're very open-minded so i appreciate you yeah, totally. Well, it was an honor to be a part of the tiny little part of your story, truly. Oh. Um, and we'll obviously, uh, you know, the secret mission now. So there'll be a yes. lot to talk Ooh, about in upcoming months. Mission. So okay. we'll have to keep doing it. Um, so so for you. know your aura, go down the show notes. You can subscribe on there. We're going to do another giveaway for yes. a palm reading because it was so big last time. So Michaela has volunteered that service, which thank you, by the way, for doing Oh, that. yeah, I'm excited. Uh, do you want to explain palm reading really quick for, for those who don't understand how it works and why this is such a big, this could be such a big giveaway for somebody's life? Yeah. So you have like lines on your hand, you know, and then <laughs> there's this thing where it's called palmistry. So I like to blend it like kind of like with my aura stuff. So I look at your palm, you know, you'll send me a picture. Um, whoever wins can send me a picture of their palm. And, and I just, I like kind of write on the lines and I, I, Right, I'll do a little write up about like what this means. You know, it's about it shows you a lot about your career or um, your motivations or your romance or things like that going on. Just a little insight, little outside perspective to help you shift the focus. 
It's very cool. It's a very cool thing. And like she was, she did it for me and it's, it's really, it's just insightful. So uh, if you text the word palm, P-A-L-M to my phone number, 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8, the word palm, P-A-L-M, then we'll get you in the running for that. And then uh, somebody's going to win. Okay. Know your aura with Mystic Michaela. Go subscribe and also join the online community because it is lit over there. I just oh, joined. Like, yeah, like, like your people are, they, 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 y'all are, y'all are wild over there. Yeah, I mean, they're it's, wild. Yeah, they're invested. It really is. Yes. So that, that's the, uh, that's a Facebook group. Okay, Michaela, thank you so much for doing this today. Uh, thanks, Kramer. You take care. And that's it for today. So thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully you'll go check out Mr. Michaela's podcast, go in the show notes, all listed down there. And uh, we'll see you back here for a big announcement next week on the show. Have a great weekend. Hey Kramer, I was. This is Suzanne from Snellville, Georgia, and I was just calling to say I really hope you keep the good news and made me laugh. I know it can be kind of hard to find things, especially that work with audio, but I love them all, and I love the stories that you're finding for us and telling. Um, and I don't know if this one was actually part of it or was just something that you put at the end of a show one time, but the little audio of Steve Harvey talking about gratitude and just. When you get down, just start saying all the things that you're grateful for. And it was all like little things that everybody has in their life. And I just love that. And I started doing that. I had done gratitude, but I hadn't done it so much where if I was just feeling down, started saying, just listing off things that I was grateful for. And so, and that has really helped. So I hope you keep it. And um, I love the show. Thanks so much for all you're doing. You're working so hard. And I'm so excited to be a part of it. Hey, it's Pam from South Carolina. Just wanted to say hey. But I think about the um, mother and the 15-year-old and the dad and the CBD. I think your mom's right about um, having a family meeting. But I think there's a bigger problem behind the scenes that we don't know about. And I just feel like that they need some counseling or something. Um, you just don't give your 15-year-old CBD, and your 15-year-old should not even take it from you. So how did he give it to her? You know what I mean? Anyway, I think there's a bigger problem. But just wanted to say I'm excited about your news, whatever it is, and um, love the show. Matter of fact, I listened to it twice today. So take care, and... Listen to you tomorrow. Love ya. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. <laughs>